Okay, I have something that is going to change your life. I love it. There is an amazing Mahjong app. Uh-huh. I was up till one in the morning playing it last Can night. we play each other? We can play each other and you play with the card. Oh my God, I can use my card that you got me for Christmas. Yay. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In this episode, we'll share some big news. Liz and I have been discussing whether we should get a new agent for a while now. And, well, we have news with a twist. Yes. Then we'll talk to our good friend, Dr. Melina Jampolis, about how we can all give our immune systems a boost. She also has an easy immune boosting recipe for us since everyone does seem to be baking right now. Indeed. And then we have a Hollywood hack that will make all of your Zoom meetings and FaceTimes and house parties easier and better. But first, an update. Yes. Now, Sarah, I think I mentioned before that Gretchen and I, um, co-host of Happier with Gretchen Rubin, have been doing Insta Live every day at one o'clock Pacific, four o'clock Eastern, just basically talking about coping with COVID-19 mm-hmm. um, tips and stumbling blocks and all sorts of things. And one thing we did was pick a COVID-19 mantra, because you know we love mantras. Yes, yes. So I thought it would be fun um, for us to do that. I can share with you what my mantra is. Okay. Actually, I picked two. I picked one practical and one more lofty. So my practical one is, if not now, when? Uh That is to get me to, like, clear the clutter in the office, clean the closet, maybe a photo album. These are the things that you always say you'll do when you have time, but I never have time. Well, now I have the time. (laughs) And then my other mantra is closer, stronger, lighter. That's because I'd love to come out of this time closer to people in my life, even though we're not physically together, stronger for having gotten through it Uh and lighter that's to remind me not to uh snack so much my word of the year is lighter (laughs) and i want to remember that despite everything going on so that's me do you have a mantra for covid19 well i don't i really need to think about it and i love that your lofty COVID-19 mantra is connected to your word of the year. Mm, yeah. But my word of the year, which is actually a question, is does this nourish me? And it's it's funny because I'm just like, does this nourish me feels almost just so irrelevant right now, which I know right. it shouldn't be. And I feel like uh, uh, we're kind of settling in to this new normal in a way that maybe I can start thinking about Mm -hmm. does this nourish me um, as a mantra and a goal on a daily basis. So I don't know. I'm going to think about it and see if I if there's a way to connect it with that or if I need to do something completely different. And we're lucky because we are safer at home. We are healthy. We do not have loved ones on the front lines or in the hospital. We are so Um, fortunate. 
So we can have these thoughts. I think for some people, just surviving is surviving. Um, But since we are in this position, it makes sense to give it thought. Absolutely. So anyway, Sarah, I'm issuing this challenge for you and for our listeners. Come up with a COVID-19 mantra. Sarah will think about it and reveal hers next week. I can't wait to hear what it is. I'm sure it'll be good. Um, So email us those at happierinhollywood at gmail.com, and um, we we will share some of them. Okay. I'll put my thinking cap on. Okay. All right, Sarah, it's time for From the Treadmill Desk of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And even though you'd think everything is just COVID-19 related right now, we have some news that has nothing to do with COVID-19. Um, and it's the fact that we have new representation. Yes. Ah, it's like, it's like almost bizarrely exciting. Right. Oh, it's you know, so exciting. We haven't done this in like, I don't know, 15 years at least. Yes. Yeah, so, so we kept saying we should get a new agent. We don't think this is going to resolve for a long time. It's going to drag out. We can't wait. Well, we decided ultimately not to get a new agent. Yes. We actually got a manager. We have a manager. Yay! And we should remind Sarah, everyone, that um, in case you're just tuning in new to the show, we had an agent, Matt Solo, who we loved and still love at WME, but the Writers Guild is in a conflict with the agents, the uh, Association of Talent Agents, I think it's called. And so we had to part ways with Matt And some agencies you can go to now and some you cannot. So it's an ongoing thing. Managers have never been a part of this. Right, exactly. And I mean, I feel honestly so much better. I do too. And it just, we never thought about getting a manager because we'd sort of always thought if you have a manager, you have an agent and a manager. Mm -hmm. It never really occurred to us we could just have a manager Um, But, of course, we haven't had an agent for a year now, and um, we've managed. Turns out it's been fine. (laughs) You know, it's been fine. We've missed Matt and having that, you know, support system. But um, have we said who is our manager? I don't think we have. Okay. The amazing Diane Frazier. Yes, she's at Industry Entertainment, and she's wonderful, and um, friends of ours are with her, and she's done um, a wonderful job for them, so we have great faith in her ability, and we like her as a person. Yes. It was so nice. She sent us an email. She actually listens to the podcast, so she'll be listening to this. Hi, Diane. Yes. We're so excited. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she sent us an email saying, hey, just a heads up. I don't know if you've thought about this, but we should talk. And we talked to her and it was like, whoa, this is so, this could be such a fantastic thing. And then we talked to our lawyer, also a woman. I love that we have like this like. Patty Felker. Yes, this powerhouse woman team now. Um, And Patty loves Diane. And, you know, people talk about like my team when people are at the Emmys and they're like, I want to thank my team or the Oscars, but I want to thank my team. And it sounds just like kind of ridiculous, Mm -hmm. but it's really it should be anyway a real thing that as a group, you have people who like can work really well together, who like each other, who trust each other, who respect each other. And if you can build a really strong team It's one of the best things, you know, I think you can do for your career. 
Yeah, and it's just more people to consult, to help you strategize, to back you up. And the fact that um, we now have these two amazing women, I think we both just are relishing that fact. Yes. Yes. Of course, Sarah, we haven't even met Diane in person. That's the funny thing. We met over <laughs> Zoom. So yeah. but hopefully this will pass and we can like have lunch with Diane in person. That will be a good day. But even though we're in this totally bizarre time and there's so much bad, obviously, going on, it feels like we're kind of having a fresh start. Mm -hmm. So that's a good feeling. It's nice to have something good happening in the midst of all of this. Yes. And it's literally only been a few days and Diane is kicking ass already. Yes. So it, it's, yeah, it's a nice, it's so comforting. And in case anyone is wondering, we did talk to Matt and he was very great about it. He was so sweet. And it was nice to talk to him. We miss him. Yeah. Although I will say, at least for now, Sarah, our um, call your agent segment, now we can have a call your manager segment if Diana's yes. willing. <laughs> exactly. Okay, next up, we have Dr. Melina Jampolis. She's going to help us stay healthier at home. But first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, it's time for Take a Hike, in which we discuss mental, physical, and emotional health. And today we're discussing physical health, specifically how we can use food and spices to boost our immunity in this time of COVID-19. We invited our good friend, Dr. Melina Jampolis, to share her extensive knowledge about food and spices. Dr. Molina is an internist and board-certified physician nutrition specialist. And by the way, Sarah, she's one of only several hundred practicing in the United States. Wow. Trained as an internist for the past 15 years, she has specialized exclusively in nutrition for weight loss, disease prevention, and treatment. She was also a guest on episode 38 of Happier in Hollywood. We talked about her book, Spice Up, Slim Down, which greatly increased my intake of cinnamon and turmeric. Yes, me too. Dr. <laughs> Molina is a frequent guest on popular TV shows, including Live with Kelly and Ryan, The Doctors, and The Dr. Oz Show. She's also the chief medical advisor to Unify Health Labs, which is Randy Jackson's nutritional supplement company. Molina, welcome. Hi. It's thanks. great to be here. Thank you. So, Melina, everyone wants to be healthy right now. Um, we're all trying to boost our immunity. Um, what can we do with food? Is it really possible? Uh, absolutely. And, I, you know, I think it's it's funny because we, we've gone through different phases in this, right? I mean, we're almost a month in and 
initially, you know, everybody was really turning to comfort food and kind of nobody, we didn't know how long this was going to last. So it's like, all right, if we go off track for a week or two, it's not that big of a deal. It's kind of like the holidays. But, you know, as this is progressing, I think this is really the perfect time to really start understanding and thinking more about food as medicine. And, and, Absolutely. There is so much that we can do. I mean, I do not want anybody to think that, you know, hand washing and social distancing isn't completely essential. But when it comes to supporting healthy immune function, there really is a lot we can do. And, you know, we can talk about it specifically for that. And I also do think that from a weight standpoint, we've got to control this as well, because there's a lot of research showing that um, especially having excess belly fat can impair your immune function. And as we get farther and farther along with this uh, pandemic and, and we're isolated for longer, I, I think that's something that really needs to be addressed too. But, you know, this is, I, I'm doubling down on food as medicine uh-huh. with the pandemic. You know, there really is is a tremendous amount um that you can do. And there's some key nutrients that I can kind of, you know, go into. And I mean, we think about mm-hmm. things like, you know, zinc, which uh, uh, is really an important uh, component of the immune system, which you can get from lean meat and shellfish and seeds and dairy, um, vitamin C. What's your, I mean, what do you guys think when you think of vitamin C? Oranges. Exactly. So oranges are just the tip of the iceberg, right? I mean, strawberries, broccoli, green bell peppers. There's all sorts of foods. So kind of this could be a great time. We have a little bit more time to expand outside of your, you know, just maybe narrow range of foods. We tend to eat a lot of the same food. So, you know, maybe vitamin C could be one area where you could do a little exploration and vitamin A. So a lot of, you know, orange colored, red, all different things. Vitamin D, we get more from the sunlight. So if you can get out at all, even just 10 minutes um, is really helpful. And then I think some of the other lesser known things are are fermented foods. So things Mm -hmm. like yogurt and kombucha and tempeh and things... like that with live cultures that can really support um, um, gut health. I think building that foundation, you know, having some variety in foods, it's kind of easy to get stuck in your routine and maybe even more so when you're just kind of going for familiar and easy. But I would say this is the time to push yourself maybe just a little bit to get out of your comfort zone. And Liz, that means you. I I want you to try cooking. Come on. I know. I still haven't cooked. I made like a pasta and marinara sauce for Jack. And I was so proud of myself, which you really can't even call cooking, but it's hard. I have been roasting vegetables though. I'm going to give myself a gold star for that. Are you, are you putting spices on them and herbs? No, I should be, shouldn't I? That's like, such. so that's the thing. Like that's where it becomes easy. You know, if like cauliflower tastes great with a little mm-hmm. bit of olive oil and just a little bit of fresh thyme or rosemary or anything, but see what, just one more thing. You're already using olive oil, right? To roast mm-hmm. the vegetables. So pick an herb or spice and, and experiment, you know, just one, it adds two seconds to your quote unquote cooking, you know? So this is where you could really start to go beyond just the cinnamon in your coffee, which I know Uh you do. (laughs) And Melina, are there herbs and spices that, that will boost our immunity as well? 
Absolutely. And there, you know, the interesting thing is the herbs and spices, and you guys know that's what I'm most passionate about too, but there are um, multiple different ways they can help us, especially from an immune function standpoint. First of all, some of them have actually demonstrated antiviral properties. So again, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be following all the safe measures, but things like cayenne and ginger and oregano and thyme have actually been shown to have antiviral properties. Mm. They also work as prebiotics. So these are the kind of things that support the probiotics in your gut. And we know that 70% of our immune system is in our gut. So keeping Mm. your immune system, your gut healthy, um, is really a critical part of this. And then they also have anti-inflammatory properties too. So if you think about it, you know, you re- and this is why we need to limit belly fat because it contributes to inflammation. And what you want is you want your body really perfectly positioned to be able, if, you know, heaven forbid you do get infected, you want your body to be firing in on all cylinders. And if you're constantly struggling with inflammation and then you get sick, you're going to be less likely to be able to fight it. You're kind of going to be depleted. You're coming into the battle, mm-hmm. not at a hundred percent. So this is, it, it's even more important than ever to, to focus on your eating. And I'm not saying, you know, there's not chocolate and wine sneaking in there, but <laughs> this is the time when you have a little bit of extra time, maybe to, um, amp up and, and the, the spices are such an easy way to do it. Herbs and spices, you know, we all have them. They last, especially dried because they're in our yeah. cabinet. So dust them off and that's your homework. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. I like having homework that feels manageable. Yeah. Liz um, was saying there's been a run on cinnamon though. Yes. I tried to get cinnamon <laughs> speaking of at the grocery store and it was out. And I think it's because a lot of people are baking. Now, Melina, you mentioned stress eating and how we all turn to comfort food. Um, If we were your patients, and I should be your patient, um, (laughs) what would you tell us, like, is there, are there replacements? Like if I, like chips and salsa have been my downfall during this whole thing. Yeah. Do you have suggestions? Um, Yes, we all know that, you know, belly fat, we should work on our belly fat, but how do we actually do it? It's funny. I, um, part of it, of course, is trying to move more because the other, you know, Mm. side of this is that there's something when we look at, at kind of how exercise and movement plays into the equation. There's a really cool aspect of it called NEAT, non-exercise kind of, you know, uh, movement. And when we are set in, when we're locked up like this, our neat, our non-purposeful exercise really drops down even more dramatically because we're, we're really locked up. And so it's funny. My husband makes fun of me. I literally have been doing like house walking. I will walk from the front door to the back door and just, I mean, I'm walking on the phone. I'm taught. I should be standing right now. Mm-hmm. We should actually, let's all we stand. Yeah. No, but so that, you know, that is a, an important factor, I think. Um, and the, so building in more uh, this we're, this is such a hyper sedentary time 
uh, that anything that you can do to offset that is, is really important and, and strength training. And then from a stress eating standpoint, I think all the stuff that we've been, we talk about before, like, I mean, Liz, what I would say with your chips and salsa Mm -hmm. is basic things like don't eat out of the bag. Pour a bowl, a reasonable Mm. size bowl of chips, go into a different room and enjoy them and then be done. So you're Ah. not this mindless eating because guess what? The mindless eating is going to even be more hyper, you know, uh, going on during this time because we're, we're maybe a little bored. We're stressed. Mm -hmm. We're isolated. We're, we're, there's so many factors feeding into that. No pun intended. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that would be a, a simple thing. And whenever possible, building in that portion control. And the other thing, I mean, this is a trick that I always have used even with sweets because I'm more of a sweet person is, after you have that bowl of chips and salsa that you've pre-portioned for yourself, then put a mint in your mouth. Mm. Like get the taste because having that salty lingering taste of chips, for me, it's the chocolate. If it's still lingering, I want it more. But if you have like, you know, a mint or a piece of gum Mm. afterwards, you get rid of the salty. It's not good. You're not going to have the same desire for the sweet or salty. So it's really going to extinguish that craving and then move on to something else, you know? So I think that's great advice. Yeah. yeah, Well, thanks. You know, (laughs) it is your job. Yeah. (laughs) It is my day job. I've been doing this for 20 years, not, not under these circumstances, but you know, luckily the, uh, the rules are are pretty much the same, uh, no matter what they just, they become even more important now because there's so many factors really, you know, making us turn to, to food and just even the proximity. I mean, you know, we looking in the cabinets, I find myself doing it all the time too. But now that the uh, supplies are dwindling and then having to count more on packaged foods because our access. So really we have to build in portion control, even with things like nuts, like getting some little bags and doing little pre-portioned servings of these things. And then I'm certainly not suggesting that people try to lose weight during this time. I think that's probably a little cuckoo, but doing anything you can to kind of mitigate the weight gain. Yeah. The COVID-19, everyone's calling it. It used to be a freshman 15. Now it's the COVID-19. Yeah. And I mean, for me as a nutrition doctor and weight management, that terrifies me because I, I was just thinking from a heart disease standpoint and diabetic, we may have, you know, we already, you have an obesity epidemic and you layer that on top of a COVID pandemic and the COVID-19 and it's going to start having a trickle-down effect on the diseases that were killing us in the first place, heart disease, diabetes, kidney disease, you know. So I think it's important to talk about. It's not super fun to talk about it. (laughs) It'd be be great if we could just, uh, you know, be able to eat what we wanted and feel better and comfort food. (laughs) But that's, you know, not the reality, really. Melina, we asked you to share a recipe with us, one that will sort of hopefully both be healthy and provide us with some of that comfort food feeling. Um, So can you tell our listeners what about this recipe? Yeah, absolutely. And this is something I I really do make. Um, (laughs) You know, I'm not a gourmet chef, but I'm obsessed with baking muffins. I always have been, but I don't have as much access to fresh fruit. Usually I use um, bananas, uh, ripe bananas for the recipe, but in the, in light of the quarantine, I decided to 
change the recipe and use canned pumpkin instead. So this is something that you could go to the store, you could stock up on. Because I actually make these muffins every three days for the family. So canned pumpkin, which is, so not the pumpkin pie filling, which mm. is the one that tastes really <laughs> delicious and is loaded with sugar, but it has to be just the plain canned pumpkin. And so that's going to be a great source of beta carotene, vitamin A. So remember any orange vegetables. And it's also going to be a great source of fiber. So helping to keep the gut functioning. I use um, I use whole wheat flour in the recipe. If you don't have it, you can use white. That's okay. Um, but if you do only have white flour in the house, if you can boost the fiber in any way with substituting like uh, wheat bran or oat bran or any sort of, uh, I use almond flour in part of the recipe just to decrease because white flour is going to cause a, a you know a spike in your blood sugar and then you know which can be associated with you know, the belly fat. Um, so anything that you can do in tweaking the recipe. And then of course, I, I don't add as much sugar. I do about a third a cup of sugar for the entire recipe. Uh, I had a bunch of leftover pumpkin pie spice in the cabinet. So maybe that's an option for you, Liz, if you, uh, hmm. if the store's out of um, cinnamon, the pumpkin pie spice is cool because yeah. it also includes cloves and ginger uh, and cinnamon. So um, you get this multi-spice blend that's built in. So it makes your life a little bit easier. We get to have more health boosting spices. Um, so this is really, and then of course, mini chocolate chips, cause life's too short without the, uh, you know, the little bit of a treat. And I, I love the <laughs> minis cause then the chocolate is spread out more among the muffins and they're really fabulous. Well, Melina, I have eaten your muffins and I can tell everyone they are delicious. I had them before the quarantine started and we will link to the recipe for Dr. Molina's healthy quarantine pumpkin chocolate chip spice muffins on our website, happierinhollywood.com. And I should make these. You're challenging me to cook. I should make these. I am challenging you. At least I, I, I'm not challenging you to do the handstand where you put your shirt on challenge. I'm challenging you to do the bake muffins challenge. That's your goal, Liz. You can do it. We'll do it together, Liz. I randomly okay. was cleaning out okay. my pantry okay. yesterday and found some pumpkin. Oh. So I am oh. I'm ready to go. I'm doing it today. Oh, there you go. Destin. We want to see photographic evidence from both of you. Yes, both of us. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. The gauntlet has been laid down. Yep. <laughs> Melina, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. This was great. That was so Can't fun. Can't wait to see you in person again soon. Yes. Sooner yes. rather than later, I hope. Yes. And we want to remind everyone about your book, Spice Up, Slim Down, um, which is fantastic. And all the profits go to fight childhood malnutrition around the world. Um, so, Dr. Melina, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Have a great day, you guys. You too. Next up, a small but life-changing Hollywood hack. But first, this break. Okay, Sarah, it is time for this week's Hollywood hack. It is the Zenvo Squid Grip Flexible Tripod. Very specific objects. <laughs> and basically what it is, it's a small bendable tripod for your phone. And it's about $30, so it's very affordable. And the idea is you can attach your phone to this, and 
it's so much easier to have a Zoom meeting or whether it's like a personal meeting or a professional meeting, it's so much easier if your phone is like in one spot and you don't have to hold it. Yeah, this is a thing. Honestly, you were like, you have to get this, Sarah. You absolutely have to get this. And I was like, ugh, this just sounds like a piece of, you know, plastic that I'm going to like put (laughs) and I'm like never going to use. Okay, first of all, it's very solid. It's really well made. And I use it every day, multiple times a day. It is a life changer. Truly. I love this thing. Yes. During this time, and I think we're going to always from now on in our lives have a lot of Zoom meetings, even when this passes. It's just now that's part of our life. Mm -hmm. Um, It it makes it so much easier and better. And as I've said, Gretchen and I have been doing these Insta Lives. I couldn't do it without my tripod. Totally. Because I couldn't sit there, you know, you're holding your phone out in front of you and how tired your arm gets. In fact, we were... We had a um, a hangout with a few friends the other night, and our friend Sherry was <laughs> holding her phone, and she's like, I want to end this call yeah. because I'm tired of holding my phone. We're like, you need a tripod. And it's a little mini tabletop tripod. And the legs can, they're flexible legs, so they yeah. can go up and down. You can make it short or tall. Like yesterday, I kind of squished it all the way down and used it for my virtual training session with Sheila, mm, my trainer at Strength yeah. Code. I had it set all the way up high on the treadmill desk when I was FaceTiming with you for our work session. Mm-hmm. I used it on my kitchen table last night for a FaceTime <laughs> with my friend Leslie. Like I use it all the time. It's also great. You can get a remote to go with it. Um, And I think I've even talked about the remote maybe on the show before because I did get a selfie remote. And so you can record yourself. You know, if you're making a video for someone, um, it's, it's great for that as well. So, I mean, this for $30, I mean, this thing is so worth it. Yeah. Um, and we will link to it, of course, in the show notes if, if you would like this life-changing mini tripod. And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you to our fantastic guest, Dr. Melina Jampolis. Thanks to our executive producer, the wonderful Chuck Reed. And thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Check out the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, and Do the Thing with Whole30's Melissa Urban. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at sfain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Thanks to our tripods. Yeah, that's right. Melina, welcome. It's great to be Hi. here. It's Thanks. Virtually. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I know. From a distance. From a distance. <laughs> From a distance. Okay. Um, sorry, I couldn't help myself. No, please do sing. I love it. We'll break it. We'll just make this a song uh, interview. Maybe we should all sing. Sing the questions. Yes. I'll sing the answers. Oh, God. You do not want to hear me sing. You don't want to hear me sing either, actually. Let, let's keep it. Let's keep it to talking. 
<laughs> From the Onward Project.